This is Jack Rebney. This show is called The Offenders. It contains foul language. So, Tony, will you do me a favor? Will you? Will you do me a kindness? And if you're easily offended, don't listen to the fucking show! No more! Oh, I thought it was stuck. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> hello, welcome to the Offenders Podcast. Thanks for coming back. We appreciate you visiting us again. My name's Evan Jones, uh, and my other co-host on the couch. That would be Shane, whoever he may be. That is a question we must all ask ourselves. Enough of that voice. Uh, we have a we have a returning guest from episode six or nine, six or nine, sixty nine, one or the other. Ryan Smith. Hello. <laughs> AKA Roundar Skull Splitter. The Cosmic Troll. The Cosmic Troll. AKA what was your name in Hate Core Junkies? Um. Buster Hyman? Yeah, Buster Hyman. <laughs> Big Dick Gore. Big Dick Gore. <laughs> the Hate Core Junkies was was a band that Ryan and I were both in in like 2001 or 2002, I guess. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite things was when, you, when you're in a band and you're recording in the studio, of course everything's not going to happen in one take. And oftentimes when your friends mess up, it becomes a joke that follows you around for the rest of your life. So with Ryan, he got a little tongue-tied while doing his death metal vocals, and it came out as, Show me all the blip one. Mike still has that. Yeah. I have that saved as a wave file on my computer. Like it's at a, Show me all the blip one. Show me all the blip one. And there was another part where he was like, uh, he was doing some vocals, and Lester cymbal fell over. <laughs> So it's like, fuck! (laughs) But, uh, got off on a bit of a rant there. We got Ryan back with us to uh, talk about a couple of different things. What you been up to, man? Nothing. Nothing at all? Spreading hate and discord on the internet like usual. I like to spread that cord, man. You use discord, I use that one, man. Come on. Yeah. But uh, I believe you said you were uh, playing. You were having an interesting political discussion through World of Warcraft today. <laughs> oh no, I don't ever have political discussions on there. I just watch the idiots who do, and it's pretty. It's pretty hilarious. How none of them know what in the hell they're talking about, but they all think they do. <laughs> That's there's an amazing number of people in the world <laughs> yes. that think they know what they're talking about when they're talking. Yes. I love it when it's like very specifically like narrow information. It's like like the Hadron Collider. That shit back in the day, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I know." Sitting here in my basement with these Slim Jims, after I just jerked off twice, that particle physics in the quantum realm is like, "What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about." You don't right know now. shit. But because you read a an article on a website, it's like, "Hey." This says I know what... What website was that? 
www.jesuslord.com. Oh, a quality scientific website. <laughs> have, have you heard lately that the Large Hadron Collider is actually opening gateways to other dimensions for demons and stuff to come out? Awesome! Uh, yeah. <laughs> like on Howard the Duck? Yeah. yeah. The Dark Overlords of the Universe? Yeah, man. That's it's going to be pretty great. They're actually trying to um, open up a wormhole to Jupiter now, <laughs> according to people on the internet. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll only know that it succeeded for a few seconds before the gravity just kills us all. <laughs> we'll all be dead. There won't be anybody to talk about it on the internet the next day because everyone will be dead. <laughs> Jupiter has the greatest gravity of all of the planets, right? Of the planets, yeah. yeah. Of the planets, yeah. Yeah, I use that as a reference to how heavy a song is. I'll just be like, this album is as heavy as a rhinoceros' balls on Jupiter. <laughs> because I figured that's the he- that's the only reason I know that it's got the heaviest gravity. You know? <laughs> and I, I, I make sure that it's truly worthwhile before I apply that to a, to a song. But, well, I hope so. Yeah. So uh, speaking of outer space... Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan is a is a young, I believe the term is burgeoning. Is that the word? A, a young, up and coming possible astrophysicist. Uh, a young bludgeoning. Bludgeoning, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cosmic troll, of course. <laughs> but yeah, so you got you got really interested in astrophysics, right? Yeah, I, I really uh, I find it very interesting. It's a really really cool field to study, and um, it just sucks because I can't afford the freaking school. <laughs> God damn it! It's so funny because it's like Ryan and I will share like two things on social media. It'll be like somebody f- falling down or something about black hole <laughs> physics. <laughs> it's like that's all we talk about. <laughs> then everything else is just nuts. It's like well, uh, you sent me an awesome Jackie Chan video today from City Hunters. <laughs> That was great. Yes. For those of you who don't know, I'll post it up on the wall, but there's a scene in the film City Hunter, which is an anime and a manga that Jackie Chan actually did a live-action film for, where and it worked great. But they go into this arcade, and he gets electrocuted, and they're like, something happens, and all of a sudden he's fighting Ken Masters, and he's, he starts out as E-Honda, right? Yeah, starts out as Honda. Then he becomes Guile, yes. then Dalsum, yeah. and then he finalizes it. The cream of the cream of the crop. He becomes Chun Li. Oh man! And he which, finally beats Cannon with, with being Chun Li. It's fucking fantastic. It was better than the whole first Street Fighter movie that came out with Zunkle Van Damme in it. That's true. It was entirely better in like four minutes. Yeah, that's all you needed. And I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, how much money did they have to pay Capcom to be in that? But then I was like, oh, this is China, so they probably just did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's probably true. Yeah. And they're just like, whoops, we didn't know we were in China, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, any any new uh, any new crazy stuff coming in from outer space that you've noticed? Um, not really, right off the top of my head. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I haven't been up on my studies here in the last couple of months, but I want to get back into it. I should get back into it because the shit's awesome. What was that thing? Uh, they were they were theorizing about like the opposites of black holes or something that was oh, not too long ago. Holes? Yeah. Um, I'm really not sure because that shit's confusing as hell. To be honest, <laughs> it's basically the opposite of a black hole where yeah. stuff just comes out of it. Yeah, it's as far as you can tell, you don't see anything going in; it just comes out. Now, I actually have come up with my own theory on this. 
is that the the white holes only appear white because the other side is black and we can't see through it because of the light, right? And what it actually is, is it's the portable holes that, that uh, Sylvester the Cat used <laughs> and Wile E. Coyote from the Looney Tunes. So that, like, you should, like, if you play video games, sometimes you'll see, like, presents floating around in space that you might pick up with your spaceship. And it might be full of, you know, like, double boosters or a machine gun or whatever, but those are only there because Wile E. Coyote threw them out because he didn't have time to use them against the Roadrunner. Now, one thing that was cool a little while ago, they did see something actually come out of a black hole. It was a, you know, some energy stuff. That's right. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you about. And that was pretty cool. Because before that, they had not seen things come out of it, only go in, right? Yeah. yeah. They theorized that stuff came out of it, but yeah. they never saw it. Yeah. You know it's so fucking weird? I think it's like 60% of the universe is dark matter, right? A, 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 a big chunk of it is. And we don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, that's like, what they call it since they don't know. It's just theorized that that's what it is. I mean, technically... They thought that they detected it with that gravitational field detector thing. Yeah. LIGO, I think it is. Yeah. Dude, that totally sounds like a bad guy from an anime. <laughs> LIGO. <laughs> I am LIGO. It does. That's fucking crazy, though. But just, like, think about that. Like, I'm holding a cell phone in my hand, which is basically this computer that's sitting in front of me, but shrunken down to way smaller, but it still has basically the same shit inside of it. We can make an entire world inside of a phone, but we can't figure out what the fuck our universe is full of. Mm-hmm. And what takes time, you have yeah. to have stuff. It doesn't help all the people who are, who are always like... Well, what good is it to do to waste all this money to find this out? It's like everything that's ever been invented, there was no use for until yeah. someone did it. Yeah. Like lasers, there was no use for them until somebody used them for something. Yeah. And condoms. And cars. And cars. Because everybody's like, what do I want a car for? I'm a horse. Mm-hmm. Man. God damn. So, uh, let's see. What else were we going to talk about? Elon Musk. Elon Damn Musk. So, for those of, those of our listeners who don't know who that is, why don't the both of you, since you both know a whole lot about him, kind of educate them on who Elon Musk is and why we think he's cool? Well, he made a shit ton of money through, I think it was PayPal, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it started out in PayPal back in the 90s. Uh, him and his brother, or was it stepbrother or something like that? It's someone, someone else, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then he sold his part of... Um, PayPal and made fucking like $500 million off of it or something like that. Yeah, he made a lot. And um, then went in and started up, I think he started up SpaceX and then Tesla. Well, he didn't start up SpaceX, he joined up with it and invested right. some money into it. And then started up the Tesla Motor Corporation. Who, by the way, has released their patents? If you want to build your own Tesla car, you can. That's for awesome free. Too. But they're just like, well, somebody <laughs> will make electric cars if we just put it out there. Yeah. I keep up with that sometimes. I like to watch the SpaceX launches and with them landing their their first stage. Yeah. They've so, landed quite a few of them now. Yeah. Are they an independent space exploration company? They're well, well not they're not an exploration company per se. They just they're. They're a private space company. They'll launch stuff for you into space, like satellites and stuff to the space station. And yeah. His goal is to be able to make space travel cheap so you can people can go and colonize Mars. Mm-hmm. That's fucking like terraform it and make it into a habitable planet, or just like oh well, look, there's Mars. Let's go home. You can 
build stuff on it that you can survive. Yeah. He talks about, he talks about how you could terraform it and stuff like that, but he's a smart guy. He's basically like well, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty good. I just realized there's probably some people who don't know what terraforming is. Terraforming is basically where you take a planet that is inhabitable and you use things in the environment, or you bring things into the environment which will make part of it inhabitable, if not the whole thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The difficulty with that is that Mars doesn't have a strong magnetic field, so it will just blow away the atmosphere from the solar wind, so you're pretty much stuck with the uh, building something you can live in on it. That and um, I'm pretty sure the Mars is probably very radioactive. Yeah, with no atmosphere to block the uh, and no magnetic magnetic field to block the radiation, probably is. You just have to radiate. You have to shield it against radiation, whatever you put there. Yeah. I had no idea that it was radioactive. What are some of the best stations there? Is it like <laughs> FM or AM? Satellite? No, it's of course it's satellite. Probably X-ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But back to Elon Musk. Uh, so, from what I understand, he's a billionaire, but he's like doing good things for the world instead of just being like, "I don't want to hire anybody here because they ask for too much money, so I'm going to outsource to other people so I can treat them like shit and not pay anything for it." Yep. Yeah. He. Let's give him a round of applause for that. For yeah, he's trying to do stuff that's cool. Is basically what it is. Stuff that he thinks will be useful. And of course, there's a group of people who hate him just because. And what is that because? Why? Because other people like him. I think that's really the, the thing. And like the famous. media overhype thing when like too many people say that something's good, so instantly yeah. you're just kind of like, I don't know. A lot yeah. of people think he's really awesome and he's going to do great things, and so you have to get the people who are the opposite who just, just don't like him. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But I'm I mean, sure that happens with anything. Yeah, and I'm sure in their minds they have a justification behind it, but I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it either. <laughs> I can understand if, like, he was doing something that's somehow going to be harmful, but he's not doing anything that's going to hurt anybody. So, well, I mean, unless you work for, like, you know, fucking a petroleum company or something, or you're, you're like, you know, the, I can't remember the big space launch company, but if you're one of those, I guess you wouldn't like them. Yeah. Because it's like, oh shit, he charges like a quarter of what we charge. Fuck. When I hear stuff like that, like, my brain kind of goes, because it's like, theoretically, it's just a business problem, because it's like, business owner A doesn't like business owner B, because business owner B is going to take business owner A's money. But that would just make you think, why not invest in business owner B? Because that thing is going to be more helpful, so let's just be a part of this instead of doing this one over here. Because they're going to hire people just like anybody else is. It's because the, the person there, the, the company before has done things the same way for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. And the reason they can't keep up was this, this person is doing something new. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to shift over to do the new thing, or they can't. Yeah. Do it fast enough. Yeah. And so they just want to, you know, they want the other person to fail rather than trying to succeed. They got a Scrooge McDuck it, just throw their coins in a fucking swimming pool in their basement. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Now, didn't he come up with, like, a complete house battery or something like that? Yeah. He's um, used the, some of the, the batteries he had for his Tesla thing in the, uh, to store power in the house. Yeah. He basically made a solar house with batteries, you know. I've never seen pictures of it. Batteries. He's trying to buy Solar City so he can have a whole, whole. Th- I mean, he already owns like part of it anyway, but he's trying to buy it and combine it with Tesla so he can have a whole 
whole solution for it. Man, that would be so cool. Well, I heard uh, just a couple weeks ago that Germany made 400% of their calculated energy goals with solar energy, yep. and they were actually paying people to use more electricity. Yeah. Yep. yeah they That's that fucking way. phenomenal. Yeah, dude. Why isn't that all over the news, you know? Well, because well, money. Yeah. Business um, owner A is an they, asshole. They had to put a lot into that to get it there. Basically, their government decided they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they put enough into it that they could do it. So now they're like, hey guys, look, it does work. And everybody else is like, shut the fuck up, man. I got a houseboat. <laughs> I got a there are still There are still problems with it, of course, because there's problems with anything. But mm-hmm. they generate a huge amount. Everything's going to have a cost-benefit analysis. But I would imagine that the, the benefit outweighs the cost. In, in that oh, particular yes. situation, because for one, we're not like raping the earth by destroying <laughs> the insides of it, taking the fucking well, coal out. But see, that's the problem, though. I mean, like our government has invested so much into oil and coal that you know it makes it a ton of money, and they don't want to just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all about money. And part of it, part of it's understandable because some of those people who want to block stuff like that are from the states where, like. Twenty percent of their people all work in coal mines, Kentucky, like that. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, they're like, well, <coughs> if it goes away, what are these people going to do? Because this is what they know how to do. Yeah, but that that always yeah. happens. I know. Eventually, the technology surpasses the current level, and things are going to change. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do agree. You know, with not wanting to, not wanting, not wanting to, um, you know, destroy jobs and stuff, which in turn destroys lives. You know, but it's at some point you got to say, "Hey, you know." Yeah. I think I think what we need in in areas like that are people who think outside of the box in ways to transition a person who's been digging in coal mines for fifteen years to transition them into like some sort of education for solar energy. So it's like, look, we're not going to fire you because this is what you've been doing all your life, but if you come work with our company, we'll teach you how this works because we know that you're already a good employee based on your 15-year work record. Yeah, they should. They should do that. That's, they could set up something for that, but they don't they want they, If they set up like a program to do that, to like, well, take these people who aren't going to be able to do this and to something else, it will work great. But nobody wants to do that because that would be... That would be more difficult than just keeping things the same. That's really well, the truth. Well, you know, it, it would it would be on the companies to then train the people. Yeah. And they don't really want to have to pay to train them. They just want somebody who already knows what's going on. That too. And uh, again, you did say it was the government that... Uh, oh, excuse me. Hold on just a minute. Ow! Yes, sir. I'm sorry. <coughs> I didn't mean to stop the recording, but this is a terrible idea. We should just continue to invest in coal. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Tear the fucking thing off. <laughs> no, but seriously though, it's 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 just mind-boggling because all, the end game for all of these people is I want more money. Yeah. So it should be somebody's job to be like, hey. You can still get the money that you want, you old fuck, but you gotta do this instead so you'll be alive and your family will be alive to have the money. What good is a houseboat if we're all dead? <laughs> well, people look in the short term of things, mm-hmm. is what it is. And yeah. Like true. I said, they're used to doing what they do and they know how to do that. And learning how to do something different is the, it's difficult for yeah. them sometimes. 
That is sometimes like they don't even think they're going to succeed. They just try to delay it. Because mm-hmm. think about it. If you make $3 billion a year. Goddamn. If you can delay it for one year, the new thing for coming on, that's another $3 billion you just got. Every yeah. year you can delay it to another $3 billion. Mm-hmm. And don't forget about inflation. So $3 billion next year might be $3.5 billion. <laughs> that's true. How does it, like, I'm, I'm pretty dumb when it comes to economics, right? Like, I don't buy groceries. I'm not a very smart spender at all. <laughs> I just blow my money on everything. So what is the business with inflation and all of that stuff? Why does, why does it work? Because, I mean, it, to me, it doesn't seem to make sense. If we're making less money, why should we pay more for things? I don't understand. It that. doesn't make any sense to me either. I don't understand <laughs> why inflation even happens. It's... I mean, I realize prices on things go up, but I don't know why they go up. It's supposed to be an incentive to spend your money, is what it's, what what I've heard it explained as. So what it is, it's like, so if you have a hundred thousand dollars and it's always worth a hundred thousand dollars, you'll just save it. If you have a hundred thousand dollars and next year's only going to be worth seventy five thousand dollars, you might as well spend it now while it's worth more. It's what the explanation that I've seen. Trying to justify it, yes. But that's not smart. Right. <laughs> that is avarice. That yes. is that, And the other thing that does it is the fact that the government, well, the government is supposed to be the one that prints the money even though they pay someone else to do it. Yeah, Federal Reserve, yeah. right? But every time they need more money, they have more printed. because now there's, But now there's more in circulation that basically have nothing behind it, so it's worth less. Mm-hmm. So every time they do that, it's worth less money. Yeah, they just print money and print money and print money right. without actually having a backing system for it. And that's they're supposed how it's supposed to work is they print the money mm-hmm. and then they pay it back to themselves through, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> in that way they're not owing money to someone else. But the way to do it now, every time they do that, they owe more money to this thing that's not the government. Yeah. And then it just keeps going up, and it will always will unless, you know, something happens, there's a huge economic boom, and all of a sudden, you know, they can just pay it off. Whether they would really pay it off or just waste more money on something else, who knows, but... That was about to be... You read my fucking mind, I was like, <laughs> wouldn't they just say that something else had to be taken care of first, but... That's, there's never enough money to do what someone else wants to do, but there's always enough money to do what you want to do. That's, that's the way it is. It sure does seem that way. <coughs> for goddamn sure. We don't have any money for that. We can build this jet that the aircraft the, the Air Force doesn't even want though, that costs like two billion dollars. Yeah. Man, it's just I think it's all I think it's all just a management problem. Because, like I'm really bad with time management. Like I, I everybody's always like, Hey, do you wanna go fucking kayaking? And of course I'm terrible at kayaking. So I'll be like, I'd love to, but I don't have time. But what that really means is I would love to, but I hate kayaking and I just want to stay home and watch fucking NXT on my laptop and play Shinobi on my fucking laptop. So I think that a lot of it is just like I don't want to spend my money on that because I think it's dumb. But there's no outside objective people to be like, hold up, you're stupid. Because, I mean, if kayak, kayak is a skill. I, I acknowledge that 100%. I might have to kayak one day to save my life. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck that because I can swim on my own. Fuck a kayak. That was a terrible example. Why did I... <laughs> Well, I'm trying to say is, 
it all depends on who says what is important. And if the wrong people are saying shit is important, then we need to change those people out. <laughs> and fuck kayaking, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Have you guys ever kayaked before? No, I think so. <laughs> it's, well, you, you guys are over 30, so it's going to be just as frustrating for you. Because it's like the first time you play like a fucking, you know, like Afterburner, every sh- all the shit was backwards. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to need to move down. So you pull the controller down and you go up, you're like, what the fuck? So it's like, Go left and you push left and you go right and you're like going down and just everything's fucked up. That's what kayaking is like. Because like you go to you move to the left but it pushes you to the right. So I'm just constantly going in a fucking circle. It's terrible. So it's basically a nightmare. Yes, it is. It is terrible. But other people get joy out of it. But you know what? I'd rather just lay in the fucking water and allow the gods to move me at their will. It's just like, oh, you know, fuck that. I would rather just go to Whitewater and sit in the lazy fucking river. That's you know what? You I've never been to Whitewater. I should go sometime. Dude, well, let's 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 go this year. We'll make that happen. They got buy one get one freeze at, at the job, so I'll grab a couple coupons for that. Okay, cool. How much are they? Uh, well, one of them's free. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the other one is. I don't think it's all that much. I think it's like twenty bucks, thirty okay, bucks, cool. something like that. But, uh, okay, so Elon Musk, back to where we were. He's, um, I think a lot of people try to discredit him because it's a mixture of overexposure and a lot of other people who don't like the fact that he's making good, useful things more readily available to people who have previously been charged for less useful things. Yeah. Sound about right? Yeah. Sound about right. Yeah. It's a combination of things. Like, some people just don't like him because there's a group of people who think he's way more awesome than he actually is, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But and then some people don't like him because of that. So it's like they, they don't like the ver- so there's there's two people like there's people who think he's like way greater than he is. Yeah, and they like him for that reason. And then there's another group that hates him. So they're both like they have the sheer delusion of someone. So it's like <laughs> Trump. It's like Trump fans and Sanders fans is what it is, right? <laughs> It's like, oh, these people are just like, he's the fucking best guy ever. And the other guy's like, no, he fucking sucks. But it's really just a guy. And it's the people who are taking his stuff that are annoying as shit. Okay. It's almost almost always the fan base that becomes unbearable. Yeah. Insane clown posse. They're they're hilarious. They're the greatest wrestling commentators of all time. But, man, they have some annoying fans. Some of them, anyway. See, I have an explanation for that, and that there's a percentage of of people who are fucking annoying. You know, oh, yeah, I, asshole criteria. I'm right, not discussing right. this. And so, and so, whenever you get something that's popular, there's a lot of people in it. Well, the higher the number of people, the higher the percentage of those people are going to be assholes. That's true. You see, because oh, even if it's one percent. Think about that. It's not 1%. If, if it's 1% of people, even if it was 1%, and then you have something like 100 million people like, I mean, think about that. That's yeah. like 100,000 assholes or more. Yeah. Some of, our, some of our friends are like that. They're just contrary for the fucking hell of it. And it's just like, God damn it. Why can't you just admit that cookies are delicious, you fuck? Because they are. 
Now, I will do stuff like that just for shits and giggles because the cosmic troll... Yeah, well, of course you're being funny. You're not trying to be a belligerent piece of shit. (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on how much you've drank, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Oh, my God. You dick asshole! (laughs) Okay, so uh, what else are we going to... Oh, we need need to... uh, we need to go on down south for this next story. Uh, it's not Florida man for once. It's not. No, it's Florida woman. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you guys this this news story. Well, usually, Florida man is everywhere. <laughs> what whatever Florida can. He, he's a su- he, he is a super person. Super. It's like the word awesome. It can mean great or terrible. That's what Florida man is. <laughs> yes. Here's the headline. Florida karate teacher sought sex from an 11-year-old boy, police say. Police arrested a 20-year-old Florida woman accused of trying to have sex with an 11-year-old karate student last week. The student's mother found sexual messages on her son's phone from his karate teacher, Stephanie Figueroa, on June 15th and reported to the police. Figueroa sent the boy more than a dozen nude photos flirted with him and said she wanted to have sex with him, according to the reports by the police department. Okay, so that's enough to give you an idea of what's going on here. Now, what gets me is immediately, as soon as this got posted, there was a huge swarm of, damn, he's so lucky. Oh, I wouldn't be saying no to her. But also, let's just take in for a moment the consideration that if this was an 11-year-old girl, everybody on the planet would be like, that fucking piece of shit. Rip his balls off and shit in his mother's nose. There is a double standard there, and I don't think it's right. She's a fucking pedophile, and she needs to fucking hang like the rest of them. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's it's just like there's a double standard in our society that really needs to be addressed, and it's that if a man is is or a boy is molested or raped, he should be thankful for having the opportunity to have sex if it's a woman. You know, like, I don't think there's many people that would say the same thing if a man got raped in jail, but that's... See, that's another double standard. It's like, as long as it's a woman, it's treated differently, which is complete bullshit. The other thing is, is like, the people who say that aren't 11, because when I was 11, and if I got nude pictures, I'd be like, what's this about? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have known shit about it. Would, I wouldn't have thought that I was lucky. I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> well, I would have known because I knew about it. But still, you know, it's, it's not like it's not something you sit around thinking about. It's yeah. not now. Maybe if they were like sixteen, I could see where yeah. they might be interested yeah. in something like that, yeah. and they feel like they're lucky. But like eleven, yeah, you'd be like, that's where cooties come from. <laughs> yeah, man, at eleven, I was busy on going outside and riding my bike on my skateboard. Or right. You know? Exactly. That was still G.I. Joe prime time. Yes. At that point in our lives, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes were having battles to the death. Yes. Like behind Shonies and like underneath bridges yes. and like flying kicks off of fuck, fucking slides and parks and stuff. Yes. But I mean, like, I'm, I won't lie. When I was like nine, I looked at Playboys. I was like, this is cool. But if that shit happened to me for real, I would be scared as fuck. Yes. Because it's like... That's that's really intimidating. It's like when your friend sends you the picture of the gigantic, you know, like five pound steak. You're like, fuck yeah, I'd eat that steak. Then you go to the fucking like great outdoors with John uh, fucking candy in it. You sit down and you're just like, and the steak's as big as a fucking table. Exactly. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't ever be able to eat one of those. Yeah. And it's and I just I just don't understand like why why this is like this keeps happening. 
But furthermore, let's address something even worse than this. There's a 20-year-old, 21-year-old woman who is a karate master who is in such severe need of dick that she's going after an 11-year-old. Why didn't you call Shane? <laughs> we all know Shane is a martial arts master. There are three people in this world that I'm afraid of, and Shane is one of them. The other two are Cliff Hagerman and my dad. Shane has Shane is the only person who has ever choked me out. Like, what what is going on here? It's got to be like. Does she just watch Fox News all the time? Does she not realize there's a world outside of this bubble? What the fuck? And it's like, seriously, you have to make a joke about this, or this is going to drive you crazy. But it's it's just really it's really bizarre. It's got to be some kind of mental issue, or like she didn't think she could actually get somebody mature, so she got someone who didn't know any different. Basically, yeah, it could be. I fully understand. You know, there are people who have mental problems, and you can't hold them to the same standard. Although it's it it explains it, but it does not excuse it. Right. It's like okay, this person might have you know an imbalance of norepinephrine or serotonin or dopamine, whatever the fuck it is. It's just be a psychological thing too, where yeah. you're just. You're just don't believe in yourself, so you go for an easy target, and then she figured that was an easy target. But now, to me, list, they, you need to fix those problems. I would say, you know, well, this is just hear me out on this. If you're a fucking master of karate, if you're a black belt in karate, you have to have some confidence. You can't just be like doing your black belt test and be the fucking vulture from Looney Tunes. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, you can because <coughs> some people can be very good at one thing and nothing else at all. Well, yeah, yeah, there is that. If you think about that, I mean, just think about like you're an excellent musician. Yes. But I remember way back, like way back when we were younger, like you were still a good musician, mm -hmm. and you were really good at that. However, when you needed to change your oil in the car, you're like, I don't know how to do that. Can you change it? I was like. It's a fucking thing that says oil on it. You just put oil in it. I mean, what, what do you mean you don't know how to do it? I still don't know how to do it. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> like, I understand the mechanics of it, pun intended. <laughs> you just undo a nozzle and the shit falls out, and then you yeah. put the other one in there. But I still have never done it. Yeah. You've also got to change the filter, too, Evan. Yeah. Don't forget about the filter. <laughs> I, I have to know that a filter exists before I can forget it. Now you do. Now you do. <laughs> Is it just called an oil filter? Yeah, yes. Filter. Okay. But and there's 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 lots of people like that with like uh, <laughs> computers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like it's like I can't do any, I, I don't I can't do this thing on the computer. And it's like you go to do it for them and you don't know how to do it either. But it's just like well, it's probably in the menu. So there it is. There I, yeah. I, I did it. It's like if you just look through, yeah. you figure out how to do it. Yeah. So people don't think that they can do it. So don't try and do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, it's like. Everybody knows I'm okay at music, but I'm pretty good at making word puns. I'm pr I consider myself pretty good at it. But no matter how good I am at making a really bad joke <laughs> into a fucking redneck dictionary joke or whatever, whatever it is, here I am saying I'm good at jokes and I can't even finish the fucking words out of my mouth. <laughs> I still can't fucking maneuver a kayak. You see what I'm saying? Those are different things. The fucking kayak. But let's get back to the task at hand.
So it's like, I, I, I have to call bullshit in one area, though, because I am not a smooth ladies' man, right? <laughs> I'm funny, I'm nice, but I'm not smooth. But at the same time, that doesn't make me want to go, well, I bet I could impress a 12-year-old. I just go... <laughs> I guess I'm spending time with XHamster.com tonight. Yeah. Nope, I changed my mind. It's time to go to the Rule 34 website <laughs> and look up Raijin from Obora Muramasa because big monster girl. It's a little muscular for my taste. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are, there are other things you can choose to do besides besides that. Yes. That's yeah, there's other, other monster girls. There's only women with red skin, <laughs> blue skin. There's like elf princes. There's the fucking elves from Dungeons and Dragons that are like purple. Yeah. The well, drow? The drow, yeah. Drown yourself in naked <laughs> elf women. <laughs> See, I still can't change my oil, but I can make that joke that fast. <laughs> but back to the point. I'm like, it's just so mind boggling because this is there's it just shows how much we do not really understand about the brain. Like even if you take psychology, it, it's basically a person guessing because yeah. Yeah. you can go and you can get you can get uh, what are those things called? Uh, spec scans, single photon electronic chemical test, something like that. What? But basically, it's like an MRI. A spec scan is like an MRI, and what it does is it takes a gigantic look at your brain and it can find out where the trauma is, which corresponds to what part of the brain it is, so that way you can logically understand why in this one area of life something is wrong because that part of the brain doesn't work. You follow me? Yeah, I got you, I got you. If there's something wrong with your brain, that's one thing, but some people just don't use theirs correctly. Yeah. It's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, they're called Trump voters. But back to the point. It's... It's like there's so much that we still don't know about the brain, so it's like when stuff like this happens, we go, what the fuck is wrong with those people? And just like dark matter, we're still guessing. We're still in the dark. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a fucking master of brain science. I know a little... I know enough to understand that there are parameters which... I previously thought were unexplainable, maybe explainable one day, but I'm still not there. I look a lot into stuff like that. I know a lot about things like that. Like some of it's just like you have tendencies to do certain things, just the way that the brain evolved. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to do them is the thing. That's what people people get really upset about like it's called evolutionary psychology, where they try and base, they try and figure out what people do, like based on how the brain evolved and everything. Mm -hmm. And people get really upset about that. It's like you're saying there's nothing we can do about. It. It's like no, no, you just have a tendency to do that. It doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah. It just means you'll get a nudge in that direction. Mm -hmm. So you just have to watch out so you don't do it. Sometimes I have a tendency to slap the bejesus out of stupid people, but I don't do it because right. I know that my argument probably won't hold up in a court of law. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's all kinds of things like that. And some of them some of them were useful like a million years ago that aren't as useful now. Like the Bible. <laughs> there's always there's always uh, there's good stuff in that too if you filter through it. Oh, totally, totally. All religious books have great ideas. That's what it was was a way to get people to behave themselves back then, mm -hmm. and that's what it was designed to do. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's what, that's what laws and everything are. It's like we need 
people tend to do these things. We need to discourage them from doing it. Yeah. And that's because they had never had fucking delicious deep fried shrimp from Shoney's. <laughs> and they're just like, the shrimp is the food of the devil. No, it's not. It is the food of fucking shrimp awesome. Amazing. Dude, shrimp. It could have it could have made sense back then. Maybe whoever wrote that lived in an area where it was like mercury in the water or something. Yeah. And it's like Good point. it's like we need to stop people from it. We can't just tell them not to eat it. Because maybe they didn't even know the reason, because it's not like they could like, you know, test the shrimp. It's just yeah. like well, there's something wrong with these shrimp, so we'll tell them this so they won't eat it. No. And then other people have this big tirade against pork. You know, pigs are smart animals. I mean, they roll around and shit, but they have they have very efficient brains. Well, there's, are, there's a thing about that, too, where, like, the reason they use, like, uh, pig hearts and stuff like transplants is because they're very close. Mm-hmm. And there are actually a lot of diseases that if a pig gets it, a person can get it. Mm-hmm. So if you told people not to eat pork and they were diseased in the area... It makes sense. It'll keep people from eating it. Yeah. It's just not necessary anymore because now you can just test the damn thing and see if it has anything. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you can just eat it. I would totally eat a pizza with fried shrimp and sausage on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about sausage. <laughs> you know what this means? I just realized. I know I mentioned Shoney's earlier, but that's only because I fucking love Shoney's. What if Shoney's is like the tool of the devil? Because they have a lot of sausage patties there, and there's a lot of fried shrimp in that place. What if, like, you just what if you die and the Old Testament was right, and it's just like a bunch of fat old people, like in the wheelchairs, and they're just all like, I didn't know. I thought the sausage was good. I just wanted the shrimp. And you're like, fuck, me too, man. Shit, how do we know? (laughs) That's a serious question. How do you know? Don't be so (laughs) shellfish. Right here. (laughs) Don't be so shellfish. There's some crazy shit in that book, but there's some crazy shit in all books. There's crazy shit in everything. See, this I think I was talking to Kyle about this. Before, where we were talking about like religions and stuff like this, like now it's somewhat understandable. You like to look at the Bible or something like that was written two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it happened or didn't happen mm-hmm. per se, but Mormonism that shit was like <laughs> forty years ago. You can just check and see if the shit was real. Yeah. I mean, somebody's probably alive that knows. They're like, it's like, so was Jesus hanging out in Montana? No, I think I would remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not like someone. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but those guys have like bulletproof underwear, <laughs> magic, magic underwear. Mormon underwear. Yeah. It's so strange. It seems to be powered by faith, but nobody who's had it, who has had any sort of injury, had enough faith to sustain their lives. What a you know what a what a terrible thing to it's like. So you believe in this thing. You get fucked up and it's like, oh, it's your fault. You didn't believe enough. It's like, you asshole. You know what You know what makes me mad about that? It's not, not the fact that they won't go to a hospital based off of their faith. You know, they would rather their faith take care of them. But they won't send their children to a fucking hospital yeah. when they have a life-threatening disease. Scientology does that, too. Scientology yeah, does yeah. that, too, yeah. yeah. Do you know we have a temple for Scientology up in Atlanta? 
Really? I did not. Yeah, that. I think it was back in 07 or 08, Anonymous did a big protest outside of there, and the cops got called and everything. <laughs> it was awesome. There's just all these V for Vendetta masks, and they're like, you fucking murderers! <laughs> and there's this giant, like, iron rot fence that they can't get into, and there's a big castle. It's almost like they're they're really efficient bad guys. <laughs> you know, it's like they're the, the genius criminals. It's just like, we'll slowly destroy the world from the inside using impenetrable logic called religion which nobody can fight against because it would be a hate crime and everybody's like oh you motherfucker how why did you think of that before I thought of something good sure <laughs> but seriously that's it's it's really strange I don't there's I am not arrogant enough to say that I don't believe that there is anything that we can't see or hear or or know right now based on our life experience that doesn't exist there could be gods. There could be aliens. We don't know. And I think it's important for us to say that we don't know instead of saying, yes, I know, and this is why, or yes, I don't know, and this is why. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've talked with a lot of atheists who would just assume shove a fucking Richard Dawkins book down your throat as, as fast as a Christian would a Bible. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's like, you don't fucking know that there's nothing up there. Just like they don't know that there's something is up there. Right. Why not just say, I don't fucking know, and get on with your goddamn life. Yeah, go about your business. Yeah. Leave people the fuck alone. Exactly. You know? I think it all boils down to the insecurity of the person based on their their false self, their their ego, because they have a preconceived notion about who they think they're supposed to be, and when things don't line up, they fight against it because it's like, no, you got to look at me this way. Yeah, yeah. So instead of just being like, hey, I'm not as smart as I portray myself to be, they say, no, you're wrong because I've got this thing here. And if you argue against me, then you're wrong because you're doing something against the thing which is ultimately right, which is in my corner. And there's another thing to that. It's like not all of those people are like actually super religious. Mm -hmm. I compare it to like sports team fans. <laughs> Some people are just Christian fans because, like, yeah. even if you ask them, if you do a poll, they'll say they're Christian, but they don't necessarily believe that there's a real God. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just a, a social thing, a cultural thing. Yeah. And it's just like their sports team. So, and you know how some people get about their sports team? Boy, don't I. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that, like, I have no problem with, with Christian. I always thought that Edge was cooler because, you know, like, <laughs> he just had so... His, his old name was Adam Sexcastle, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's one of the greatest wrestling names of all time. But still, when you put Edge and Christian together, you get really crazy straight-edge dudes who make angry music. No, wait, I was talking about wrestling. When you put, when you put Edge and Christian together... And bring Gangrel in, yeah. you have the brood, which is one of yes. the best. That was fantastic. Seriously, that's one Gangrel. of the Gangrel! This is followed the Gothic lifestyle. The Gothic lifestyle. <laughs> that was like, seriously, one of the greatest theme songs that they have ever made. Whatever <laughs> happened to him? Gangrel? Yeah. Uh, he did porn for a while, and then he went. <laughs> seriously, seriously, he did. I kind of remember that. Now yeah, he did porn for a while, and then he went back to the Indies, and he's still on the Indies. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And Edge and Christian, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they have a fucking hilarious sketch comedy show on the WWE Network, oh. which I'm pretty sure you can find torrents for. But they are really fucking funny. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
awesome. So back before I made the joke, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just like anything else. You know, you have people who have an ideology which they live their lives in, and I think it comes down to the acceptance of the self and your belief and your understanding that differentiates you from the people who try to force those same thoughts on other people. Because it's like, personally, I love coffee. A lot of people I know don't like coffee. They fucking hate coffee. But I'm not going to be like fucking, you know, fish hooking their mouth and shoving the fucking coffee down their throat. I'll just be like, hey, you know what? You don't have to like coffee because that means that there's more for me. And that's great. I just want to pour, I want to take a shower and coffee so I smell like coffee all the time. Do you have caffeinated soap? Does it smell like coffee? I'm sure you get something that did. Because if I, if let me let me tell you, if I don't take a shower that day, there is a high chance that I might smell like hose water from a garden hose. <laughs> I might smell like water coming out of a pipe, which is a really weird smell to have. But it's like this metallic sweat smell I have. I'm just glad that it's not spring onions. Yeah, man. So what did your guys' sweat smell like? I smell like onions. Onions, bad, bad. Some people. (laughs) You remember that dude that went to school with us that smelled like chili dogs? Oh yeah, (laughs) that was the weirdest. It's like I was impressed. It's like how many chili dogs a day do you have to eat to smell like chili dog? Because like with garlic, it's like one garlic. You just eat one fucking anything garlic. Your garlic smell the rest of the day. Yeah. (laughs) But no matter how many chili pups or chili dogs I eat. I still smell like hose water. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never smelled like chili dogs before, and I do love chili dogs. Yeah, they're delicious. They're good. And you know, if anybody would have smelled like a mushroom Swiss burger, I think it would have been Ryan Smith. Fucking <laughs> 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 mushroom Swiss burgers you ate at Denny's. That was all man, I would ever eat. Man, I love those. <laughs> and those, they sounded, they sounded like Tasha saying yes every time you bit. <laughs> <laughs> You would bite into it, and it would just go. So let me give a little backstory on that, so that there's more than three people laughing. One of our like a Buford. So one of our. One of our best friends is a dude named Frank. Hopefully we'll get him on this goddamn show one day. I, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and like, he had one of the worst girlfriends of all time. Like literally nobody liked her but Frank. But he, for whatever reason, it took him three years to get over it. But this woman would like, I don't know if her nose... If she if she just turned off her nose despite her face, <laughs> but it's like her nose was always clogged. But it would get even worse when she would smoke cigarettes. And some I don't remember how it happened, but one day she said yes, like yes. And then when you have something that's slightly funny, you take it and you mutate it, so it turned into. <laughs> And it's like the more spit that comes out of your mouth, the more true the yes was that she said. (laughs) Which was the exact same noise that those Swish Mushroom Bacon Cheeseburgers made. There was one really great Frank story. Uh, We were in... Guy had to be like 8th grade, and we we were skipping school in the back of this dude's truck. And we had some... 
Yeah, man. We were rebels. <laughs> we, we got a hold of some black cap fireworks. <laughs> and Frank thought it would be the best idea in the world to light the firework and throw it in another car. Well, in eighth grade, you don't actually understand science to the degree that you should when you come up with that plan. So when he lit the firecracker and threw it, it stayed in his hand because the wind from sitting in the back of a truck was just like, it was like, right back in his hand. Right back in his hand, and it blew up in his hand. And it was like fucking Wiley Coyote blows up. His whole hand turned black. It was was like, (laughs) and of course, we're like, Rolling in this truck by like. <laughs> and the other thing was, uh, he had, I don't even remember what drink it was. What was the drink that he wouldn't drink? I don't know. It was some drink that wasn't good. It was like it was like a Fresca or something. Yeah, something like that. Some weird soda, and he, and he was just like, I can't. I've had enough. I can't do it. And he goes to pour it out in the sink and one fucking drop falls out. You drink the whole fucking soda. I'm not exaggerating that. It's no, not One drop. One drop okay, but I was like, I guess that was one drop. That's a drop too far. That, that one drop too many. One drop too many. But like, what if that last drop really was too much? What if you would have drank that and you just exploded? <laughs> <laughs> what is that alternate world when you're sitting around at this table covered in fucking blood and gore like she should have drank that drop yeah. <laughs> wow, man, okay it's time for another completely unrelated story from back in the day we, we all used to just sit around my parents house and play Dungeons and Dragons and Vampire the Masquerade and Werewolf the Apocalypse just all these other games right we would just sit around and just play these games hours on end days like we would fall asleep and wake up and just play again. Yes. <laughs> well, there's this one dude named Shannon who was there, and uh, we had just got back from Crystal, and I had this little thing of Crystal grape jelly, and like I was like twisting it back and forth because it was making this really weird noise, and I folded it over and I kept twisting it and twisting it and twisting it, and I wasn't thinking that that might weaken the package's <laughs> integrity. So I squeeze it right as Shannon is leaning back in his chair and fucking grape laser just goes <laughs> all over his chest and he goes oh! and he flies backwards and falls out of his chair. It's like one of those memories that just pops up in your head when you're at work and you start laughing like an idiot because you can't believe it really happened. I just see him like slightly leaning back in the chair and then the grape jelly hits him in the chest. Oh! Boom! <laughs> were, were you up at the, the Dunkin' Donuts area when David the Black threw the coffee creamer at him? <laughs> no. You don't remember that? Oh, David the Black. That was just what we called him. Because there was two Davids. He was the black one. So was is he the one with the big hair? No, he didn't have really big hair. Okay. But we were sitting up there and we were all sitting at the little picnic table things out there. His coffee creamer. And... I was just sitting there, and it's not like I'm expecting it, so it's not like some brilliant plan on my part or anything like that. But he takes it up, and it's got a hole in it, where, where it's open, and he throws it at me. And like my reaction is, I just do that, and like a palm strike out at it. Mm-hmm. And I hit it, and I guess that the, the unopened end was faced towards my palm. So it hit my palm and it just exploded all over. It's just like boom! It just splatters all over him. I just hold my hand up there like that, and everybody busts out laughing. You totally Jackie Chan him. 
the palm strike, and he's just like, oh, please tell me you made a bukkake joke. No, no, because I was amazed too. I was like, God, that's really awesome. Because I didn't mean to do it. I'm surprised you weren't just like, that'll be the last time you try that. <laughs> I, was, I was amazed too. I couldn't think of anything to go with it. That's like the best when you accidentally do something and you have enough presence of mind to act like you did it instead of just being like, whoa! You know? yeah. Never happens, even to this day. <laughs> That, that shit like that only happens in movies, Evan. You know that. Yeah. So, uh, if you would, Ryan, you know, we, we have, uh, we've told some personal stories, and I would like for you to tell the story of how you made one of our friends so angry that he turned into a duck. Well, we were going downtown. You know, it was a bunch of us. It was Evan and Shane were there, and several other people, you know, and I was going to get our friend to come, you know, because he wanted to go too, you know, so, and it's not, I didn't live out of the way, I actually lived on the way to downtown, so he didn't go out of his way, but he came over at the house to pick me up, you know, and I had changed my mind while he was on the road, and you know, um, you know, to ride with somebody else, he gets there and I, I walk up to the car, and I'm like, hey dude, I'm not going to ride with you on the road with this person, and he... Got so mad, he 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 quacked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's <a> quack. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. This really happened. Yes, it was a quack. I was there. Quack. <laughs> and you know, you know, like I said, I, w- I was on the way from his house to downtown, so he did not go out of his way. And I'm unsure why he got so mad that he had to quack. <laughs> but he fucking quacked. He quacked up, man. <laughs> he did, he quacked. He quacked under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have, to, I have to tell one more story. There I might be some... under the pressure. I didn't know he was going to duck out of it. <laughs> yes! Yes! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Right That's, all mallards. That's all in mallards. That's all in mallards. God damn. Somebody take a shot. Somebody ruffled my feathers. That foul bastard. <laughs> that joke was so good you should be billed. <laughs> God damn. So I got I got to bring at least one more story, and if it brings up some more, that's fine. I just we had we had spoken about this a long time ago, I think, on the podcast. But I want to get Ryan's perspective from it. the uh, The show at uh, five fifty, where you ended up getting a lot of fake blood on you, and Kyle took you home. Do you remember this? I'll tell the story, and if something's wrong, you tell yeah, me. Tell the story because I don't remember it. So, There's no reason you don't remember it, I'm sure. <laughs> so I think it was Pier Six Brawlers. They they had uh, they they got some color while he's on stage. They got hardwood and they had some color, and the the blood got out onto everybody. So you're just like covered in blood. Everybody in the front row was, and it was Kyle's job to drive you home because you were you were you were pretty much stooled to the Mickey, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You you were pretty loose. Okay. So he's driving you home, and they get you guys get to your house, and you get out. And when you open the door, you see in yourself in the rearview mirror because the light's shining down on you, and you see all of this blood, and you're just like, 
Oh my god! <laughs> what is going on? What did I do? I think that what was did it. I do? <laughs> and Kyle's like, whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no! That's from the concert. That's from the concert. And you're like, oh my god! I thought I killed somebody. <laughs> do you remember that now? You know. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't remember it. <laughs> Damn, almost have been drunk. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> okay. One time, this is not a story about me. This is the last one, unless you guys think of one. Oh, um, Maestro Awesome McKickass had made an appearance in Warner Robins one night. Where Ryan was again uh, stood to the Mickey, a couple sheets to the wind, and Maestro Awesome and Kickass walks up to say hello to Ryan, and Ryan says, "Hey, look, it's Maestro Ice Cream McAllister." <laughs> Which is a way better name than Meister Awesome McKickass. That is a fantastic name. <laughs> God damn. Um, but yeah, uh, if, you, if you want to see, uh, you have a good friend uh, by the name of Captain Angry USA, right? Well, I wouldn't call him a good friend. He <laughs> just comes and drinks all my beer. So tell us a little bit about who he is. He might damn well be the greatest wrestler to ever have existed. <laughs> yeah. For a shoot? Is that a shoot? <laughs> is that you for sure? Shoot, shoot, serious? Sure, shoot. I'm, I'm shoot, yeah. He's the ass damn shoot, man. Yeah, man. God damn. He's, he's pretty amazing. Um, You know, as a wrestler, he's a terrible fucking person, but... um. <laughs> Do you recall the story of of his escapades in Trinidad? Um, I can't remember the wrestler's name, but at the time I know that he was the best wrestler in Trinidad. And um, you know my uh, uh, Captain Angry, you know, always wanting to see good, you know, the greatest challenge that he could find. Yeah, of course, know. the American way. Yeah, okay, yeah, and um. And uh, so he went down and he was invited to Trinidad, you know, by their government. They, you know, he did a lot of work for several other countries to help him out and everything. He's, he was a good guy back then. Now he does just sit around and get drunk off of my beer. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he was invited down there, so, he, you know, he graciously accepted and uh, went down there. And, you know, it was basically to be an exhibition match. And but boy... boy. <laughs> Boy, it was an exhibition. <laughs> um, during the course of the match, it went from the west side, the west coast, I guess, of Trinidad to the east. And they carved a freaking trench that said Trinidad Gummit. <laughs> 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 they fought so hard <laughs> that it became Trinidad Gummit. <laughs> I heard about another escapade of, of Kevin Yang, you say, in Trinidad. Uh oh. The Trinidad match. Did you ever hear of that one? No. Well, you, knew, you, you heard him say that you know he's somewhat of a 
of a bad guy. Yeah. So, you know, the Spanish Spanish women and stuff are pretty hot, and people from Trinidad and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. he got with these three girls over there, you see, and it pissed off those three fathers, and that's why they had the Trinidad match. He never told me about that. That was it. <laughs> they turned into one giant dad robot, right? Yeah, yes, they combined. <laughs> God. Trinidad. And he'll probably beat my ass and take all my beer like he normally does. <laughs> now, if you want to see some of the escapades, uh, specifically the, the the ice challenge or the ice cold beer challenge, <laughs> you can look up Maestro Awesome and Kickass as well as Captain Angry USA. Uh, are they both on YouTube or is it Facebook? It's Facebook. Um, he did one. Captain Angry did one on Facebook and challenge to uh, was it Hamburger Lynn that did it? I I don't remember. I don't remember. I know Maestro did one, and I know Captain did. And uh, Captain Angry USA has a page on Facebook, right? Yeah, but he doesn't get on there much. But he's, he's usually pretty damn busy, actually. Well, ask him if it's okay for us to share that video. <laughs> and just tell him it's for the good of the country. Okay. And uh, what I'll do is, if if he gives us permission, of course, or we can wait till he's drunk and passed out, then I'll go. <laughs> Find where the video is and share it on the Offenders Facebook page. Okay, okay. I'll find out. You know, I'll see what I can do. But yeah, uh, yeah, you can you can look forward to hearing more about the both of them in the very near future because a, a whole lot of stuff is about to be released. But uh, I think that's it, uh, Ryan. Where can people find you if they need a cosmic troll? <laughs> they can find me on Facebook, I guess, under Ryan Smith. I've got a picture right now of Bob Backlund for president. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's me. Awesome. Um, other than that, I guess you can find me at the house if you know where I live. I I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, did you introduce Marvin to any good Viking metal yet? No, not yet. I hadn't even been able to hang out with him because if, if I have time to hang out, he's not there. And if he has time to hang out, I'm not there. Well, he definitely needs it. Oh, God, <coughs> I forgot to mention this. So, a long time ago... Ryan and I were friends with this guy named Vance. And Vance, uh, Vance, as previously mentioned, was the man behind the evil redneck eyebrow. <laughs> oh, that's what you're talking about. Well, Pazuzu, in a Zuzu. We're yes. in a Zuzu, playing a Zuzu. And he, he would, he, this dude would legitimately have rituals in the foothill of Jones County for Pazuzu and all this stuff, and like just like blood in the woods, just crazy. Anyway, he would call me back in the day because I used to be really into black metal, and he would just read off the names of bands from like distro lists, and it was one of the most entertaining things ever because Vance had a very specific way of talking. <laughs> And he would just read them on out to me. <laughs> now, Ryan, I know that you are well versed in Asatru. Would you explain what Hemingbjorg is? Um, it's been a while since I've studied any of that stuff, but I think that Hemingbjorg. I don't want to do it. Well, <laughs> you, might, you might be better looking it up on Google. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's this great thing called Google, so you guys can look up him and Bjorg right now, right? It's H-I-M-I-N-B-J-O-R-G. There you go. So, when you see that, unless you're from Scandinavia, 
you probably aren't going to say it right the first time unless you just heard us say that. Well, bless his evil, dark heart. Vance was like, So, have you ever heard of a band called Him and the George? Him and the... Him and by George! I think he's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... I completely forgot about that joke until like three weeks ago when I go on Facebook and I see that Ryan has taken George Costanza from fucking Seinfeld and made a meme that says Himen with an apostrophe by George. And boy, I laughed for like fucking 15 minutes staring at my screen. Himen by George. But oh, I man. want to say that him and Bjorg is the uh, is the shit that happened that comes around at Ragnarok, um, you know, with Loki and all his people on it, made out of dead men's fingernails or something like that. That sounds right. I'm gonna go with that. I remember Bifrost is the Rainbow Bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's, it's not just like uh, Sub Zero's sister who swings both ways. Get it, Frost. <laughs> come back. And on that terrible joke, I think we're gonna end it here. But uh. Uh, once again, if you want to reach Shane, you can't because he lives in a cave uh, in the back of the woods. Why would they even want to? What are they going to Hey, you say funny stuff on the internet. Yeah. Conversation's over. <laughs> no, because then they're going to be like, hey, say it again. Hey, man, say something new. It, it won't be funny if I say it again. Oh, dude, you have you have to say it. This is the law of comedy. You have to say it so much that it's not funny, and then keep saying it. And around an hour or two later of it being annoying, it's going to instantly be funny again. Because it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, he's still saying it! See, that only works for me if I stop listening to it, and then when I come back, it's still being said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I sit through it, I'm just going to be annoyed. Also... In, in the holistic view of things, the annoyance of the joke will still be very funny to me because I will see you get frustrated with somebody else. <laughs> no, I won't get frustrated. I'll just stop listening to it. Well, that, I'm going to make sure that they frustrate you because, God damn it, that's the best. What kind of horrible bastard are you? <laughs> <laughs> the West, why do you think I hang out with the Cosmic Troll? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but once again, if you want to hang out with Shane, you please just go find Shane and bug him to tell you funny things, because that would be hilarious. Um, but again, thanks for listening. Uh, sorry it took so long. We've all been doing crazy shit, so uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, and I guess we'll catch your ass on down the road. It's still my fucking cold Steve Austin says. Hey, crazy. <laughs>